Good morning, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful day. It's good to be back. So we are up to, in the seventh chapter, another page 55b. 55b on the bottom. So Rav Chizda said, and said in the mission, if a, per, if a Nazar becomes Tame, but not with a corpse impurity, which then you forfeit everything you've counted, you have to start all over again. But another impurity, let's say a Mitzayra. So he says, you suspend your counting. And once you purify it, you continue where you left off. But the days, the days that you, um, all the days in between don't count. You don't count. Like you stop the clock, and then you continue counting. Shrabchizda made a statement. He said... But you don't lose the days beforehand, though. No, you don't lose the days beforehand, but... You started you, on day 15, but you, you can't count. Yeah, days. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the, but you don't count the days that you stop the clock. You don't count. You just have to add to the... the Christ says that's not so. That's, this, that's only yeah. true. The Mishnah is talking about a case where the Nazirus is 30 days, let's say. A regular Nazirus, if you don't spell it out, it's 30, a minimum of 30 days. So, so let's say you counted five days, and then you became a Mitzayr. And then by the time you've done with the purification of the Mitzayra, since you're totally shaven, you don't have a single hair in your body, and in order to purify yourself, to you fulfill, to you conclude... You before and after. Yeah, so yeah. in order... You the same way anymore. So in order to fulfill the mitzvah of a Nazar, you have to let a 30-day growth. So therefore, you can't count the days of the Mitzayra. So you stop the clock and you have to start, Yes. Uh, and then you can, then you count thirty days. No, wait a second. That's only in a thirty days. Exactly. But if you have a hundred day nazidus, then why do you have to stop the clock? Even when you're done, right, right, right. even when you're done with the your purification, you, say, you have thirty right. days left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, so the days of the mitzayda, you you don't for you know you can continue right. counting. Mm-hmm. It goes towards the hundred days. I'm not drinking wine and I'm not uh, I'm not contaminating to the dead. So well, why can't it count? That's of his state. <laughs> you might explain what do you mean you don't forfeit in the case if we're talking about if you're talking about 30 days you do forfeit 5 days because, because you have to count 30 days let's say you saw on the 5th day I'm sorry you became a Mitzayda on the 5th day and then and then, uh, and then you purify to the Mitzayas and then you have to count 30 days because you have to have a 30 day growth so practicality you do forfeit what do you mean you don't forfeit the first 5 days I can't count the first 5 days I need another 30 days yeah but he says, but let's say a case where let's say you made a Nazirus for 50 days and you and day 20 you became a Mitzayas so then you don't forfeit the first 20 days you have 30 days left you stop the clock and once you become totally purified in the Mitzayas then you shave the second time and you're totally shaved, you don't have a hair in your body, then you need another 30 days, you continue counting, and we have 30 days left. So you don't forfeit the first 20, and the clock was stopped, the days in between you don't count, and then you start the clock again, and then you have 30 days, and then you're good to go. But if it was 100 days, of Chizda says, then I don't have to stop the clock. Then let's say day 50, you're ready to, you're ready to, 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 to uh, you're purified of the Mitzayda. So you only have to count another 50 days. You don't have to count another 80 days. 30 days in between, it's good, you're good. It could be counted. That's of Chisa's statements. Now the Gemara is going to ask the second line from the bottom of 55b. We learn in the mission. We learn, we're going to learn later on in the Mishnah, 
We learn in the Mishnah further on. No, to show you Tommy. Besafik. A Nazir who is in doubt whether he's in Tommy. A corpse tumor. And also in doubt whether he was a confirmed Mitzayr. It's a Suffolk, a doubt. So the Mishnah says, we continue in 56a, sacred food only after 60 days. He has to wait 120 days before he can drink wine and before he can contaminate himself with a corpse. Why? In order for the Mitzayda to become Tohir, he has to shave twice, his entire body including the head, twice, on the first day of his purification, and then he then he's quarantined for seven days, and then on the seventh day he has to shave again, at the, at the conclusion of his purification. Now, even though he's a Nazir, how is he allowed to shave? But the, the, this mitzvah overrides, overrides the prohibition of, 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 uh, of the Nazir not shaving. Purify himself from the mitzvahs. Otherwise, he can can't end his, his nazirus. He can't end because he, ha, you know, the same thing. A nazir becomes uh, touches a corpse. Also, has to purify himself by sprinkling in the third and the seventh day in the paraduma. And then he has to shave his head, offer a sacrifice, and then he starts counting. Now, if it's a, now is here the problem is that's true if it's a definite mitzvah or it's a definite cor, uh, corpse tomb. But here it's only in doubt. So the question is: Is he allowed to? So we don't know what to do. We're stuck. Is he allowed to shave his head? Maybe he's not a mitzvah. So how is he shaving his head? He's a nazir. He's prohibited. So you, you're like, and you, you're stuck. You can't proceed with your nazirahs because maybe you're mitzayim. You can't, you can't end your tzeras, your tumor, because maybe you're, uh, and maybe you're a nazir, maybe you're pure, and you, so you can't shave. So what do you do? What to do is you have to wait. You have to assume. Let's say he's not tummy. Let's say he didn't. Let's say he didn't become pure, impure. He's not a mitzayim. So you have to then you have to wait until the end of his nazirus, and only then he's allowed to shave. But then when he shaves, you can't say he's free to go. He can drink wine, and uh, because maybe this shave is really because maybe he is a mitzvah. Maybe he did contract a corpse tumor. So therefore, this shave is just step one to finish with the mitzvah, so to finish with the to purify himself in the mitzvah and to finish with the corpse tumor, and then he can get back to being a nazir. So that's what you have to do. You have to wait, and then you're safe either way. If he did, if he, he was never tamei, so this is the end of his nazirus, and he's allowed to shave. Finish. If he did become, uh, if he did become tamei, so this is the shave for, for the tumah. And then he counts. And then he continues counting again. Let's say he was a regular nazir, thirty days, right? And he became a suffolk tumah. They right away became a suffolk tumah. So you can't shave. You have to wait till 30 days are up. Till the expiration of the Naziris. 
then he shaves, and then, then you have to do Nazirus another 30 days. Because maybe the first shave wasn't for the end of the Nazirus, the first shave was, was, was for the Tumor. And then you have to start the Nazirus over again. Question is, what do you do about the sacrifices? Could you bring a sacrifice out of doubt? So that the Gemara, the Gemara will discuss later. This is the Mishnah later in the tractate. But regard, what's negated to our discussion is... Why, why 60 days? Why 120 days? Because let's say if he's a Metzayda. Let's say he was a Metzayda. Okay, let's say maybe he was another, maybe he was a corpse impurity. It was a corpse impurity. And you have to start over again. You forfeit everything. You have to, you have to count another, another 30 days. But, so, so therefore you, you can't shave again till 30 days later. Let's say he was a Metzayda. A Metzayda needs two shavings. You have to shave once, then you have to count seven days, and you shave again. But you can't count seven days and shave again. Because maybe he wasn't a Metzayda. And he's a Nazar. A Nazar is not allowed to shave. He has to wait another 30 days to do a shave. The second shave. 30 and 30. So now, now it's day 60. If he's both. Right, we're uncertain of both. So let's say after 60 days he took care of his tzedah. But he still didn't take care of, 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 his, uh, of his corpse tomb. And therefore, since he can't shave before 30 days, because another is not allowed to shave, maybe he's not impure. So you have to count another 30 days, then he's allowed to shave. And this shave goes towards his corpse tomb. Because after the corpse tomb, you have to shave. And then you forfeit everything. You have to count again another 30 days. That's why altogether, you can't drink wine or shave his head up until, or, or, or contaminate to the, to, the, to the corpse, only up till 120 days. Kachim he can eat after 30 days, after 60 days. Because once he's definitely pure, purified of the Mitzayra, then he can eat Kachim. There's no issue. For, for Tumas Mace, he counted seven days and he sprinkled, he's good to go. There's no, there's no Isra eating Kachim. The only problem is he can't shave. That's why you have to count 60 days and then you have to count another 30 days and then you count another 30 days. Kachim he can eat right after 60 days. But he can't contaminate himself. He can't drink wine until after 120 days. Okay, that's the Mishnah. We learn... Oops. But Betani Lam, we learn on this, a Braise... When do we say this? When Ziris Moet... Only if it's a short term, 30 days. That's why 120 days. But let's say he took upon himself to be another for a year. So again, again, it's the same calculation. You have to wait two years before he eats kach. Because he shaves after one year. That's the first, maybe that's the first shave of the Mitzayda. Then you have to wait another full year to shave again. <laughs> and that's again, only the shaving of the Mitzayda. Now we can eat kachim. Then he has to wait another two years. So altogether four years before he can drink wine and before he can um, he can contaminate to the dead. So therefore, how does Rabbi Bachar? What's his question on Rabbi Chista? But according to Rabbi Chista, that they, you suspend the clock. You don't suspend the clock. If it's a you can count those days. 
And three years and 30 days should be enough. Because even the time that he was waiting for the Mitzayra, you can count that time as the Nazirus. So therefore, three years and 30 days should be enough. In other words, he took himself upon himself a Nazirus of a year. Okay. So if he's Tamei, we understand. One second. If he's Tamei, he touched the corpse and he forfeits everything. And he has to count again. So he has to count another year. When do you start counting that year? If he was never a Mitzayra, or he's not a Tamei, uh, he's not a corpse Tamei, then the first year, the first shaving, he's done. If he's a Mitzayra, but not a corpse Tamei, so what's the problem? Even if he became a Mitzayra right away, the time of the Mitzayra counts for the year. And then he just has to wait 30, 30 days after he's done the second shaving, 30 days, and he's done, he's good to go. Because you need a hair growth, fine. So at the end of the second year, he's ready to finish his Nazirus. He just have to wait, has to wait 30 years to, for the hair growth. If he was Tame of a corpse as well, a Matsaida, and he touched the corpse. Does he have to wait a full year to shave after the second year, two years? Why does he have to wait a full year to shave? No matter what happened, he's good. If he's not a corpse tamen, he's not a mitzvah. After after year one, he's he's good to go. He's he's finished. He's concluded his nazirus, and now he can shave. And now he can. He can and he can. If he is a, if he is a if he is a, a corpse tamen tuma. But let's say if, if he's a Mitzayra, so after two years, he already finished his purification, that time counted towards the year, then you just have to wait 30 days to the year to grow, and then, and then he can shave. He can fulfill the mitzvah of shaving. If he's a corpse tamay as well, not only is he a Mitzayra, he's also a corpse tamay. Okay. So, also 30 days. What, what, so why, why do you have to wait a full year? Now we understand, no, but the problem is, what if he's a Mitzayra as well as a corpse tummy? If he touched the corpse, he forfeits everything. So then you have to start over again. So you do have to count another year. Fine, but three years and 30 days, why four years? Why four years? According to Rav Chizda, there's no reason that you have to wait four years until he can drink wine and, 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 uh, and contaminate to the corpse. Why? Three years and 30 days covers, covers everything. If nothing happened, if he's not a tum tumor altogether, then after, the, after year one, he's good to go. If he did, he's a Mitzayra, then yes, the first two years counts to the Mitzayra. And really, you just, you just need another 30 days and you would be, be allowed to shave. But the problem is, what if, maybe in addition to being a Mitzayra, there's also a corpse tumor. So the course of now that you're done with the Mitzayra, now you have to start counting a full year because you erased everything, you forfeited everything. 
Fine, so three years and 30 days and you're good to go. Why do you have to wait four years? So that's his question on Rav Another Rav Ashi laid it on. He, he piled it on on Rav says another question of Ashi at Rav We learned the Brais. From the Pasuk, I know that the days of Tumma. You forfeit the days of Tum. If you forfeit, if the Torah says if you become a corpse tummy, you forfeit everything you counted till now, surely the days of Tum itself you can't count. You don't start the new count until you're purified of this Tum. But how do we know? How do we know that the days when he's confirmed Saras, you don't count? And Vedinu, you say it's compel, it's logically compelling. That he made Tumma if you become a corpse tumma, you become you have to shave and bring a carbon. And if you become a Metzaira, you've, you've certified you've certified as a Metzaira, you also have to shave after and bring a, a sacrifice. So so we learn, just like over there, the Torah says you don't count the days of Tumah. So it's logical to say that you don't count. Not like Rav Chiz, this is. But the Reiser rejects this reasoning. He says, How could you compare? In the case of a Nazar, you can argue, you know, where the Torah says you don't count the days of, of Tumor. Because if he, if he contracts a corpse Tumor, you know why? Because you forfeit everything he counted till now. Even if he counted a thousand days and he become Tumor, it wasn't even your fault. doesn't matter. Tough luck. It erased everything. You start all over again. You're back. You're back from at the starting line. You're going to say the same thing in the case of a mitzvah, even if you're certified. But you don't forfeit everything you count until now. You stop the clock, but you don't forfeit. So maybe even the days of that you, you certifiably a mitzvah, you can count towards the mitzvah, to, to, towards the nazir. Same vatman so the Gebrides continue, no, it's not true. We don't count the, the days of that, that when you certify when you certified as a Matayda. Because you say it's Kavachemer, it's logically compelling. A man knows it became if a Nazir would let's say became a, a Nazir in the cemetery. While he was Tamesh, even though his hair is suitable. For the for 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 shaving the shaving of nazirs in elim in aminyan you don't count. Why is his hair suitable for the concluding head shaving of nazirs? Because since he was never pure, he started out as nazirs in state of impurity. He doesn't have to shave or bring a carbon, right? Remember we learned earlier, you only shave or bring a carbon if you are if you were a Nazir, you started out as a Nazir, as a pure Nazir, and then you became impure. 
then you have to bring uh, uh, shave your head and bring a carpet. But if you never started out in purity, when you started out, you were in a cemetery. So yes, the days don't count, but you don't have to bring a carpet. That requirement is not there. In other words, you purify yourself from the tumma, you sprinkle the red heifer, and you start counting. Without shaving, you don't need a shaving, you don't need a carpet. So, man, nevertheless, you don't count the days of impurity. Doesn't you only begin counting after he's pure? The days when he's confirmed the tzarash inside it all the glachas and the zidus. His hair is not suitable for the concluding at shaving and zidus. Why? Because he's totally shaved. He doesn't have any hair. In other words, he can't, it's not the here, it's not the same here. The here that he has, and he becomes a Mitzanach, he can't use that here to shave when he concludes his Nazirah, because that here will be shaved because of the Mitzanach. Because of the Mitzanach, the purification of the Mitzanach, you have to shave him his whole body, every year in his body. So, how much more so? You may see like Kalshikain. Surely we shouldn't count the days of his Nazirah's count. If a Nazir, which the same here that he has when he became a Nazir in the cemetery, that he, very here itself will be used to shave, to purify himself, to conclude his Nazir. And nevertheless, the Tater says, you don't count the days of his impurity. How much more so in the case of Mitzayra? When the here, when he became a certifiable Mitzayra, that here cannot, will not be used for the conclusion of the Nazirah, because that here is going to be shaved for the purification of the Mitzayra. How much more so that that time period you can include in the counting of the days of the Nazirahs. I could only learn the days of confirmed Tzadahs. You don't count towards the Nazirahs. You may How do we know the days that you count before, before you confirm that he's a Mitzadahs? That those days don't either count, can't be added to the days of the, of the Nazirahs. So because it's a logical argument. We continue inside we Just like you need to shave. After also the days of counting require shaving. A mitzayra. When he's purified. Right? So you count seven days. And then you count another se- and, you, and and then you count another seven days. I'm, I'm saying first you shave him, then you count seven days. So the count, the days of counting are also. I'm sorry, the days of counting meaning after he's confirmed, after he's confirmed the mitzvah, part of the purification process. You wait seven, you count seven days after. The Mitzrayas is gone. A certified, a certified, of someone who's been certified as a Mitzrayas. And then the Tzadahs ends, leaves. So first he has to shave and purify himself. Then you count seven days. And then he shaves again. The end of the seven days. That's called Yimei, Yimei Sviter, the, May, the days of his counting. So just like over here, you need to shave. And after counting, you need to shave. So just like the counting, the days of counting, the days when he's, when he's certified, certified as a Mitzayda, you don't 
added into the days of Nazirus. So to the seven days of counting, it'll neither add to the days of Nazirus. You also don't count it, it's not part of the days of the of the Nazir. And you would think maybe even the days when they uh, confinement, when he's quarantined. When you're checking to make sure to see if if he's if he's a mitzvah before you uh, certify him as a mitzvah, first you have to check him, lock him up for seven days, and then another seven days if you don't see any any change. But the noise, and you would think it's a logical argument. Cholut has been certified as a mitzvah has a strict impurity. That even sitting on top of an object or lying on top of, even without touching it, you could have ten mattresses, one on top of the other. Mm-hmm. When the mitzvah lies down in them, the one on the bottom, all they're all tummy. They will all become an avatum. You all become a source of impurity. So we may as gate him, and the same is true. We may as gate it when the mitzvah is locked up in the beginning, it's quarantined to determine if he is a mitzvah. It's the same thing. Anything he lies or sits on also becomes tummy. Even though it hasn't been confirmed yet. So if we learn that the days when he's certified as a Mitzayah, those days cannot count towards his term of means I would say, I can argue that the same should be true. That the days that he is quarantined to determine whether he is a Mitzayah or not should also not count. You say, no, that's not true. This analogy is not a valid analogy. Why? Because it's one thing. When he's certified as a Mitzrayim, and, and therefore you don't count his days, towards the Zidus term, why? Because once he's certified as a you definitely need to, after once, he's, once the Mitzrayim is over, he has to, to purify himself, he has to shave, and he has to bring a sacrifice. That's why the Titus says that you, don't, you can't reckon those days as part of the Nazir's term. How could you compare it in the days when he's uh, quarantined to determine whether he's a Mitzayda or not? Let's say it turns out he's not a Mitzayda. You don't have to shave, and he doesn't have to bring a sacrifice. Therefore, those days should be counted towards his term of Nazir. So, from here we said, the conclusion is that the days of when he, the seven days when he's counting between the first shave and the second days, the second and the second shave in the, the two stages of his purification, and we make gomre when he's certified as as a confirmed tzeras. Those days do not count as part of the term of nazirus. But you, but uh, but the, but the yemei has gaida. Yes, the day that he's quarantined in the beginning to determine whether he's a matzayis, that could come. But the days of azov and the days of azov, even though and if he's another impurity, another type of impurity, impurity of azov, impurity of azov, you don't stop the clock. And also, when the Mitzayda is quarantined to determine whether he is a Mitzayda or not, you don't stop the clock and you continue counting towards the term of Nazirus. Why? Because none of these 
none of these tumors necessitated shaving his head. So therefore it's not similar to the case of another who's a who's tummy from the dead. Mitzayda is a certifiable Mitzayda. So what do we see from this? Ketani Mies is clearly in the Baraisa. Lo yim amrev meitumash gemem vatam v'nesakayt m'temem meichilute. It says in the Baraisa that you can compare you can compare the tomb of a corpse because there you can argue that you don't count the days because you forfeit everything in the past but in the case of a certified Mitzayra you don't forfeit the past okay so my what case are we talking about if you're talking about, talking about a, a regular case of Nazirus, a 30 days, short Nazirus, 30 days, okay. only 30 days remain. At the time you became a Tzadah, there was only 30 days left. You can't say that. Why? Because you need 30 days, so you do forfeit. In the case of Tzadah, of course, you also forfeit. Not only in the case of a Tumma corpse, even in the case of Tzadah, you forfeit. It doesn't matter. Anything you count, it doesn't count. Because I need a 30-day growth. El Allah, Nazirus, surely is talking about a lengthy time of Nazirus. More than 30 days. What's going on? The Braise says that the days of confirmed Tzadahs don't count. We see clearly the Braise, it's not like Rav Sheish. We see clearly... That that the days. So we see clearly not like Rav Chizda. The Brayse states clearly not like Rav Chizda that we don't count. The clock stops, even if it's many days in the Zidus. You don't count the days of a Mitzayda. Once he's certifiable as a Mitzayda, let's say he had a hundred day Nazirus. Once you become a Mitzayda, you stop the clock. You don't count those days until he's done, until the second stage of purity. Once he's done, he brings the car. Okay, now you can start counting again. Amalus Hashmami, the Gemara says it's a clear proof. Okay, so the Gemara refutes Rav Chizda's position. So we do stop the clock. Next mission. Any tumor from a corpse of Shanazir is to shave his head. If you enter in the base of Migdash while you're, you're in that state of impurity, you're liable. Right? And you have to bring, you have to, if it was unintentional, you have to bring a carbon. If it's intentional, you're liable for a carbon. Your life gets cut off. If unintentionally, what kind of carbon do you bring? You don't bring a regular chapas. You bring a carbon oil of So it's depending on your financial status. Either you bring an animal, you bring a bird, or you bring a flower. Or you bring a, a mint. But there is a corpse impurity. You're impure. And you need the sprinkling of the red heifer. But... If it doesn't stop the Nazirahs, if it doesn't, you don't forfeit the Nazirahs. So also in Chayavna Le'al Bias Migdash, 
even though you're impure, you're not liable for cutters if you enter in the base of Migdash intentionally, or if unintentionally, you don't have to bring a carbon oil of a yodid. You don't have to bring an atonement sacrifice. The corpse tumor which a nazir does not shave should not be more lenient than the tumor contracted from a shedet. Are you allowed to enter the base of Migdash if you came in contact with it if you touched a dead mouse or dead rat? No. So why is this any more? Why should this be, be more lenient? So Rabbeir argues Rabbeir, rejects Rabbeir's opinion. If you touch a dead mouse, a dead rat, and you intentionally enter the base of Migdash, you're liable for cutters. All tumors, not only the, 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 a corpse tumor, and the type of corpse tumor which you forfeit, the nozzle would forfeit everything you count until now. No, any tumor. So yes, who cares? Yes, yes. Only a, a, in the case of a nazir that interrupts in the zidus, the Torah obligates you to bring a carbon, to shave and bring a carbon. If if you have a corpse tumor, which we'll learn, which which is which, a type of corpse tumor which does not interfere the nazir, you don't have to shave and you don't have to. Uh, and you don't forfeit anything. You just you just stop the clock until you're pure, and then you continue. But you don't have to shave. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to bring a carbon. Doesn't matter. If you touch a dead ma- mouse or dead rat, you don't even have to bring a carbon. Nevertheless, you're liable for carbon. Not allowed to the base That's a mayor's argument. That's the mission. But Abelazer learned this from Yeshua, but cannot. Abelazer it says and he said in the name of oh, Rabbi Yeshua Mechananya. But he learned it. He didn't learn it from Rabbi Yeshua. He learned it from Rabbi Yeshua Bar Mamu. Wherever it says Rabbi Yeshua, we're talking about Rabbi Yeshua Ben Chananya. The Rabbi Yeshua is Rabbi Yeshua Ben Chananya. Right? The five Talmidim that Rabbi Yechonim and Zakei had. Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Yeshua Ben Chananya. But we didn't hear from Rabbi Yeshua Ben Chananya. Rabbi Lezer heard from Rabbi Yeshua Ben Mamul. The time you learn the Brais, I'm Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Lezer said, Shalachti, Lardardaski. When I visited Ardaski, Matsoshi, Rabbi Yeshua Ben Peser, Reisha, Yeshua, Vedonof, and Amir Baloch. I found Rabbi Yeshua ben Peser. That was his father's name, Peser Roish. And who was, who was discussing halacha before that mayor. This halacha. Any tumor which the Nazir has to shave, you're liable if you enter the base of Miglash with that tumor. Rabbi Shua ben Pesadoy, this is what Rabbi Shua ben Mamel told me in the name of Rabbi Shua ben Hanani.
So who did Rabbi Lezer hear this from? He didn't hear it directly from Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Shua Bar-Hanani. He heard it from Rabbi Shua Bar-Mamu who said it in the name of Rabbi Shua Bar-Hanani. So you might answer, have him from Rabbi Shua Bar-Mamu let it be said, Rabbi Lezer learned it from Rabbi Shua bar Edit the mission. He didn't hear it directly from Rabbi Shua That's why it says Mishum. Whenever you say Mishum, means like I didn't hear it directly. I heard it in the name of Rabbi Shua When you say, Omar Rabbi Yeshua, if he would have said, if he would have said, Rabbi Lezer, Omar Rabbi Yeshua, that means he said in the name of, I heard it from him directly. He says Mishum. Mishum means I heard it in the, I heard it in the name of. I heard it, who did I hear it from? I didn't hear it from Rabbi I heard it from Rabbi Mamu. In the name of Rabbi Amru, they said, Shmami no. From this we learn, call Shmaita the Mesamra Bebeit Lasa. Any teaching that stated a chain of three or more teachers, Kadmoya Basroy Amrina Mitzile Amrina. You only attribute it the first and the last. The middle one, you don't have to say it. Because here he doesn't even mention Rabbi Shobachananya. Why doesn't he mention Rabbi Shobachananya? That's the chain. He heard it from Rabbi Shobachananya. But since Rabbi Shobachananya wasn't saying his own opinion, he was quoting something that he heard. I'm sorry, Rabbi Shobachananya. Rabbi Shobachananya was quoting something that he heard from his teacher, Rabbi Shobachananya. So therefore, Rabbi Lezer goes straight. He says, I heard in the name of, he goes to the original, the one who authored this quote. You don't have to, even though it says you should say something B'Shem Oymre. B'Shem Oymre doesn't mean the whole chain, everyone who passed it on or transmitted, all line of transmission. B'Shem Oymre means say it in the name of the original one who made the statement. There is a version that says Rabbi Lazar, because it makes more sense. Rabbi Lazar was a colleague of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yeshua were colleagues. He's going to quote his colleague. I mean, it's... Rabbi Lezer Mishum Rabbi Yeshua. Why is he calling his colleagues? They were the same generation. Chamisha Tamidim. Why is Rabbi Yechon Ben Zakir? Rabbi Lezer Ben Hurkunus. Rabbi Shur Ben Chananya. Rabbi Yisai Akreinu Mishum Ben Sanu. Rabbi Lezer Marav. Doesn't make sense. Rabbi Lezer was the next generation. Rabbi Shur Ben Mamul was probably also 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 part of it. But Rabbi Lezer makes more sense. Rabbi Lezer was the next generation. Rabbi Lezer heard from the name, and that's why he's arguing. He's arguing with Rabbi Meir because. We also learned this principle in the mission as well. In Peah. the scribe said, I received the tradition from Meashia, received this from, 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 from my father, from Abba. Was referring to Shimon, the son of of, of Hillel, the father of Rabbi Gamliel Azokin. Shakibul Minazugis, who received it from the Zugis from the peer, Shakibul Minanuviim, Allah because it makes sense. Hillel was from the peers, so Shimon heard it from his father, who was the peers, the last of the peers, Hillel and Shammai, who heard it from, who received it from the prophets, who Allah concerning one of plants, dill, or mustard, in two or three places, he has to leave peya from each and every one. Why doesn't he count Yeshua and Kalil? 
Yeshua passed on the teachings of Moshe Rabbeinu. He goes, there's Moshe, Yeshua, and then you get to the, to the Nevi'im. Shmamino, that you can skip. You go, you attribute it. Skip the middle people. But he's, but he's not skipping the Nevi'im. So why does he count the others? So he says from the Nevi'im is referring to Chagis Chari Malachi. So the Nevi'im is considered like one. It's one set. One line of one line of transmission. Chagis Chari Malachi, who passed it on to the Zugais, starting with Rabbi Yisub ben Yezer, said to Yisub ben Yefne Shushulayim, to the last of the Zugais, was a hill of Shammai. He passed it on to Shaba, was Shimon. So that's considered like one. And then he skips everything the, all the way to Moshe. He skips a thousand years and goes to Moshe Mesina. So you can skip the middle one. Shmamina. Okay, let's. Uh, We'll do the Mishnah tomorrow, or you want to finish the chapter? Okay, look at Mishnah. I'm Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva said, "Don't do from Rabbi Lezer." I reason before Rabbi Lezer. Ma imet if a bone the size of a barley grain, which does not contaminate a person that's under the same roof. But a nazir who touches this uh, this bone, this bone, the size of a barley grain, and carries it. Has to shave. The V is dam, a quarter lug of dam from a corpse, which does contaminate a person just if you don't touch it, you don't carry it, but under the same roof. Surely, if a Nazir touches it or lifts it, how much more so that he has to shave? And he forfeit everything. That's what Abakiva argued. Before Rabbi Lezer, Amali, Rabbi Lezer responded, Maze Akiva. What is this Akiva? You can't learn this from a Kavachim. Yes, it's a logically compelling argument. But you can't, this halachas of Tumah, you can't learn from a Kavachim. didn't explain why. You just said, you can't use logic to, to, uh, to learn this. When I came and presented this matter to Abishu, Amali said to me, Yafa, Marita, you've spoken well. This is the halacha, Malmaisha Messinai, like Abelaz. In other words, it's not based on logical arguments. This is halacha, this is, this is what we receive from Maisha and Sinai. That in the case of a barley sized bone, you do you do shave, but a a revius leg of dam you don't. By the way, according to Rabbi Kiva, if you follow his kavuchayim, he would say that a nazar would shave a revius dam even if it was. Um, I'm sorry, uh, the the bone, the size of a barley, even even if it was an oil. Um, okay, great. So that was that was yesterday's. I'm sorry, a dam even under oil. Even usually you say daye minadin lias kinidin. That if you learn a revius dam, that the nazar shaves, you learn it from a kavachaymer from the barley from the bone. That's the size of a barley. So you could you could only you could only go as far as the barley. 
can't be more strict than the barley. The, 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 the bone, the size of a barley, when does the nazar shave? Only if he lifts it or he touches it, not if he's in the oil. Because it's not metami oil. So too, when you learn the Raviyah's dam, that the nazar has to shave, it's only if the nazar touches the Raviyah's dam of blood and, uh, and, um, and if he lifts it, but not if he's in the oil. But Rabbi Kiva himself holds and keep himself holds that a Nazar would shave his head even if the Raviyah's dam was in the oil. In other words, once you say that the Raviyah's dam, you shave your head, so whatever applies to the case of the Raviyah's dam, which is Tambe even in the oil. Okay, that, okay, that's the, now let's see the Gemara. So he says, because he can't use a Kavachim. Rabbi Yishur was explaining Rabbi Lezer's. He can't use a Kalba Chaymen and Allah Chalam Meshim Misinah. He boiled the ass and he shivered the ass. Etzim Kaseira Allah is the stringency of a barley sized bone. Is that what Rabbi Yishur is referring to? That's Allah Chalam Meshim Misinah. That a Nazar shaves his head for touching or carrying a barley sized bone. Even though it doesn't say clearly in the Torah. Because the Torah says a dead person. Which is a type of tumor that you do, you do contract if you're under the same oil, under the same tent. A barley bone, you can't contract it under, under the same tent. So therefore, in the simple reading of the Torah, that's not, the Nazir does not have to shave his head in that case. And you don't force. But it's Allah that yes, that if a Nazir touches or carries, touches or carries a bone of a dead person the size of a barley, even a barley, he has to uh, shave and bring a carbon and forfeit everything. You want to learn from the ear that the same should apply with the Revi is dam. The Revi is dam, which is stricter that you are with dam if you're under the same tent. Surely if a Nazir touches or carries of his dam, you should be tummies, or Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shur says, Rabbi Lezer said, you can reason your way from, from, uh, from Allah. Allah is Allah. This is what we see from Moshe, this and not anything else. Moshe only told us the case of a barley, of a bone of a barley, not in the case of the Vizda. Oh, you don't perhaps Vizda Allah. Maybe the stringency of a quarter leg, that's that a quarter leg of blood transmits to me in an oil because from the simple reading of the Pasuk it says nafshis in the plural dead bodies in the plural so it would seem you need a half a look because the minimum of blood to keep a life, to sustain life, is a revias. You can't have a life without a revias dam. Nafshais in the plural is two revias, which is a half a leg. So where do we? How do you know that a quarter leg? If you're in the same tent, the same roofing, you become tummy. It's only Allah Elamayshem Misinai. That's some can say the kavuchaim, the stringency of the barley size bone. That's a kavuchaim. I don't need Allah Chalom Meishem Messina for that. 
majority says that it's okay, and that's how they run the Over there is a dissenting opinion that's saying. Yeah, I don't need a lachal emotion machine to tell me that etzem kisayra is metami. Another, another has to shave. And therefore, Rabbi and Rabbi Lazar says, and Rabbi Shua explains, Rabbi Lazar saying, "Man, don't kavul chaim malacha. You can't learn a kavul chaim." But do you want to make a kavul chaim? If the case would be is look, which we have a lachal machine that contaminates in um, contaminates um, even in the oil. And then we learn out from the Torah, Nazar shaves, even if he touches or carries a bone, a fragment of a bone the size of a barley. How much more so in the case of Nevi'ah? So he says he can't learn Kabbalah and Malach. So which one is it? So Yomara says, Tashma, bring you a proof. We learn in the Braisa, Etzim Kaseira, Halacha. At Etzim Kaseira, the Nazar has to shave. That's Halacha Lameshim Mesina. And from there you want to learn that a Nevi'ah's Dam should surely the Nazar. Who touches or carries it if he is dam, surely should um, should have to shave his head and forfeit. You can't learn a kavuchem from Allah. We conclude the seventh chapter, and tomorrow, Mitzvah, we're going to start chapter eight. We have two chapters to go. Everyone have a wonderful day.